the Son therefore shall make you free. Ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for 12-12-2010. It's December 12th, 2010. And uh, today, just to give you kind of a rundown uh, of the table of contents, we're not going to have a real long... uh, This one might only be one part. And then we're going to... uh, I'll read you the table of contents and then I'll tell you what we're going to do. First article is regarding a Russian activist that disappeared recently after exposing vaccination plans for Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus. And um, segueing a little bit into the DVD I've done on the avian flu killer of millions. And then we're going to go, be going through several listener comments that have kind of built up, and I'm just going to have them all in one teaching. And then an article on an atheist minister struggling with leading the faithful. A guy that's an atheist in the Christian church, he's a preacher. And, uh, and again, I know I, t- I said this is the table of contents for last week's teaching, um, but this got pushed ahead. A uh, cartoon where, it's called Fire Breather, where the uh, <clears throat> actual main character is a byproduct of um, a human mother and a father that's like a 63,000 pound dragon. So he's a Nephilim, and they're openly admitting to this. And then a video we're going to be looking at on the Fox Catholic Nazi NIV Bible connection, and then a series of videos on dehydrating foods um, that our uh, listener had sent me. Now, what we're going to do then is we're going to do a separate teaching on, uh, I never did one on my mom passing away, and we'll be doing that after this, and also on an awesome miracle that uh, occurred uh, recently with one of my listeners, and I had a part of it, and I had no idea this was going to happen, but it was, it was pretty amazing, pretty amazing. You might want to stick around for that. I was definitely um, praise the Lord moment there on both of those things, and uh, but I want to keep that kind of separate from the current event teaching. So, without further ado, we'll get into the first article here, which is entitled, Rus- Russian Activist Disappears After Exposing Vaccination Plans for Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus. And there's a picture of... Uh, Alexander Goncharov, who is a Russian activist who has been exposing the globalist eugenics programs, and in particular vaccination program, set to begin in 2011, which has disappeared recently after a serious threat to his life. He has been missing since October 30th, 2010, at approximately 2,200 hours when he was last seen leaving his office at the Russian Benevolent Society and did not return home as as expected. Alexander had sworn an oath to disseminate as much information as possible about the globalist eugenics program, in other words, depopulation program, or the way that they're going to cull the planet. Um, But he had swore an oath to expose as much as possible about this globalist eugenics program to medical professionals and the public. He had uncovered a plan to sterilize women through the vaccination programs in Russia. Uh, Ukraine and Belarus. And again, I've said this before about the vaccination programs. It's There's a lot of different agendas afoot with it. A lot of it has to do with the um, sterilization of women and men. But, you know, women in particular, I think they, they really like to target. They also, the propagation of different diseases. How is a well-known fact that they seeded the uh, polio vaccines with um, that... Um, is that virus that stemmed from uh, the monkeys 
uh, I forget the, the name of it, it starts with an S, but anyway, that virus was seeded in, it's kind of like a ticking time bomb in a lot of these vaccines. And a lot of times, it's not like you get the vaccine and you get cancer the next day. It might be three or four decades. But they've still accomplished the same thing. They've they've created um, a cancer virus, in this case, that actually activates later in life, typically. Uh, it's the Sumerian sim- uh, monkey uh, virus, green uh, monkey virus. Anyway, that's well known that that's been in the vaccines for a long, long time. And it's just, it's kind of like a ticking time bomb. Not only that, you've got the mercury and the aluminum and all kind of horrific things that they put in the vaccines that um, destroy your brain, cause cancer, cause all kind of horrific health things. These vaccines are also the primary reason I believe that we've had such an epidemic of autoimmune diseases as well, because when you inject something into the body without, um, uh, and you bypass all the natural routes by which a virus or a bacteria would normally enter the body. See, normally a, a bacteria or virus doesn't enter the body via a, vac- a needle. Okay, Never in the history of humanity has that happened. Unless they had it in some other time that we don't know about, like you know, in the days of Noah, I don't know. But <clears throat> it's an unnatural way to um, introduce something into the system. Well, when you have that happen, the body has to immediately try to adapt. And this is why we've had all these outbreak of autoimmune diseases that have plagued humanity ever since the modern-day advent of the vaccination programs as well. So you've got a depopulation tool, you've got a tool to make the masses sick, you've got a tool to dumb down the masses, you've got a tool to fry their brains. I mean, you name it, it's doing it. Not only that, there's a lot of um, tainted DNA in the vaccine itself. I mean, they're culturing these vaccines of green Reese's, diseased green Reese's monkey kidney tissues, um, chicken embryos, all manner of things. And the worst thing that they've cultured these vaccines off is aborted babies. And that's a proven fact. There's at least 13 of them. I document them thoroughly in the presentation that I give you, that I'm going to be giving you right after this. You can go up on the internet and watch it. Um, it's actually a presentation I did at the Prophecy Club about five years ago, and uh, I give you all the names of the vaccines, and those, and I'm sure there's more, but there's 13 that I cited, and Miravax and Veravax, the chickenpox vaccine, and MMR, and they're, they admit it right in the PDR, the physician's desk reference, that they're cultured off aborted babies. So you're dealing with, um, I don't know what type of curse you might be bringing on yourself if you get a vaccination that's been cultured off an aborted baby. But I know Satan does, and I know God does, and it's not something I think we want to mess around with. So I believe now also with the advent of the Hitachi microchip dust, and I'm sure they had that um, present before, where they've actually got microchip dust that can be introduced into the vaccines, into any injection for that matter. And also microchips can actually be inserted at the end of quality control um, on the on the vaccinations, and that was there was a suspected plot that that might happen with the last H1N1 swine flu panic that never ended up manifesting, where they were in, actually can in, um, insert the uh, microchip, an implantable microchip, at the end of the at the end of the needle at the end of quality control when they were um, manufacturing the vaccination in the needles. So again, Satan's ultimate plan is to defile our DNA to defile us and to defile our DNA. 
And from a physical and a spiritual standpoint, I don't really know what's happening anymore when you get these tainted devil vaccines injected into your system. But I don't want to, uh, it's not something I would want to mess around with either. And um, this man paid for it with his life by exposing he must have had some really inside knowledge here. And uh, I'll, I'll go further. It says, the same day threats were made on his life, Alexander had asked for protection from his paratrooper friends. But unfortunately, it seems he did not get this additional security on time as he disappeared that very night. Now, there's been a huge trend recently in recent years that particularly of microbiologists that have worked on these vaccines, how they've disappeared suddenly and never been heard from again or been mysteriously killed or these types of things. Evidently, they find out too much, and they know too much, and they have to be liquidated. Uh, regarding the Illuminati, that's what they do to them. Uh, below is the last statement of Alexander Goncharov, made on the 22nd of October, 2010. <clears throat> I, Alexander Goncharov, president of the Russian Benevolent Society, received an information from honest doctors who do not wish to take part in killing their own people about preparations for the mass destruction of our children in the guise of a new vaccination scheduled for early 2011. <clears throat> I cannot confirm or deny this information or vouch for the credibility of it, but I ask everyone to check it for themselves. Someone found out I had this information and I was offered a bribe for non-disclosure and then second, secondly threatened with death if I continued disseminating information about the un upcoming uh, culling or killing of our children. I rejected their proposal and I will never accept the deliberate destruction of my own people. I have a holy duty to the motherland in accordance with the constitution of Russia and knowing the power of the enemies of our people I have sworn to disseminate information about the impending murder of all your children in Russia and I will circulate this information by all possible means. I specifically appeal to the staff of the ministry and the Federal Security Service to listen to my calls and read my correspondence. They want to kill your children. Therefore, you have a choice either to help the survival of your people or procure small coffins for your own grandchildren. That's pretty bold. But again, this confirms every single thing I have ever reported to you regarding vaccination. The true agenda behind vaccination. The following will take you two minutes to read and save the lives of your children. Vaccinations are of two types. Vaccination, these vaccinations that are coming in 2011 to Russia and probably worldwide. Vaccination is intended for girls 12 to 20. The vaccination will be introduced in the guise of ostensibly preventing breast cancer or cancer. What, like the Gardasil vaccine that supposedly prevented human papillomavirus or HPV? Oh, and actually, it turned out it actually causes HPV, and it actually causes cancer, and there's been a whole bunch of girls that have actually died from it in America, but it's totally su suppressed and, and swept under the rug, you know. And it also sterilizes them, of course, because that's the main goal, is to sterilize them, and to kill them, and to defile them, and these types of things. Um... Vaccination is intended for girls 12 to 20. The vaccination will be introduced in the guise of ostensibly preventing breast cancer. In a similar vaccination to one that's used to sterilize girls in Mexico, Nicaragua, and Iraq. Effect on the body causes miscarriages at three to four months of pregnancy. In addition to direct effects, the inoculation has great mental impact because many miscarriages in late pregnancy will create panic and fear of becoming pregnant again. Uh, it's well known that the flu, the H1N1 
flu vaccine of last year, the swine vaccine, was causing miscarriages galore all over America. There were whole chat rooms devoted to how this particular lady who was pregnant got the flu vaccine and, wow, she lost her baby. And there were whole chat rooms up there. I've seen them. I've, I've went to the chat rooms. And, I mean, they were just very matter-of-fact. Yeah, I, I, I aborted my baby a day after I got it, or I aborted it two days, or a week. Hundreds, probably thousands, totally swept under the rug. Should be front-page mainstream news, but the corrupt, controlled mainstream media, you know, doesn't even give it the time of day, as though it doesn't exist. Uh, then then he goes on to say uh, there's, there's a, vaccinations are of two types. The second type is vaccination is designed for women over 45 years. Um, content is immunoglobulin and GMO preparations, genetically modified organisms, I'm assuming there, and effect on the body. Sudden sexual arousal increases immunity for two to five years, but then declines sharply until immunity is at zero, I'm assuming immune system immunity, and the inability to fight off any infection. So in other words, it increases your immunity initially, might seem like a great thing, and then all of a sudden your immune system just is destroyed. And then you just die of any infection later in life. So again, there's uh, two different sources here where this information is coming from. Okay, so going further, I'll give you the link to the uh, Avion Flu Killer of Millions. I, I, it's a really good presentation that you might want to avail yourself to. Uh, it, it really gives you the big picture. And this was back in 2005 when I did it. But I'm actually speaking for a live audience, and, and I give you a 150-slide PowerPoint presentation to back up what I'm saying. I just can't do this type of stuff anymore. I'm, I'm too... Uh, the Internet takes up way, way... This ministry takes up way too much of my time. And this was actually before I started the ministry as it is today, where I was putting up weekly teaching. So at the time, I actually had the time to do this. Now I don't anymore. But... um. It gives you a lot of solid information on vaccinations, the true agenda, uh, how they've used them in the past to decimate millions, particularly the Spanish flu of 1918-1919, how the Illuminati always telegraphs their punches prior to cataclysmic events, how they have the ability to control weather, um, the whole telegraphing of 9-11, just a lot of different things. But it really keys on vaccination and then, um, you know, proactive things that you can do regarding a coming pandemic. Then now what we'll do is we're going to go into the listener, some listener comments. And this is from, I left this totally anonymous because it's an x-ray person that had uh, had an employment in x-ray. And I try to be discreet about that um, because I don't want to get anybody in trouble regarding reading their letter online. They say to me, it really struck a chord with me when you said you don't do x-rays anymore as you feel they're not safe. I couldn't agree more. I am an x-ray tech, and now I do lithotripsy, which is the bursting of kidney stones. What they do is they sit you in a vat of water, and they pump a high-frequency sound wave through the kidneys, and this busts up the kidneys, kidney stones. Now, I can do the same thing with three different nutrients, magnesium, liquid phosphorus, and uh, a product called Arginex. And it doesn't hurt, and it doesn't cost hardly any money compared to lithotripsy. And um, it's basically painless because it melts the stone like a piece of ice. Lithotripsy, it's like you're passing pieces of ground glass, which is not fun. 
particularly out of your urethra. It's not fun. So anyway, I can't say I've been there, done it, but I can only envision kidney stones are some of the most painful things on the planet. But anyway, uh, they say, I couldn't agree more. I'm an x-ray tech. I now do lithotripsy bursting, bursting kidney stones. We use fluoroscopy to see the stone and make sure they break. We may use two minutes of fluoro during the entire exam, uh, which is a type of a, an a imaging technique that they do to actually uh, visualize the stone that they're bursting via the lithotripsy. And then it goes on. she goes on to say, um, we may use two minutes of fluoro during the entire exam, so we try to keep the dose as low as possible, but I do use... I used to do CAT scans, and it just struck me in that what you said. I can no longer do CAT scans knowing how many people are getting mega doses of radiation. The amount of radiation being pumped out by CAT scans is just mind-blowing. Now, I say that because we've been talking a lot about the terahertz body wave scanners, okay? Which, again, I've given you all the detrimental side effects of that in the airports. But the CAT scans are using massive amounts of radiation, uh, the amount of radiation being pumped out by CAT scans is mind-blowing. I was working on a GE64 slice, that's a particular CAT scan machine, and we would use almost 700 MAS to do a 3D heart scan. And the scan lasts about 15, 10 to 15 seconds. Now, 700 MAS is... I'll explain this to you in a second. I'm going to read this to you and I'll kind of explain to you so you can get an idea how much radiation that they're actually using. And then it, they go on to say, and that is not counting the scout scans taken up to set up the heart scan. The normal, checks, uh, normal chest x-ray is done at 85 to 100 kVp at maybe 2 to 8 MAS. Now, I probably should explain it now. kVp, and I'll explain this to you just so you understand this a little bit, is the maximum voltage applied across an x-ray tube. It determines the kinetic energy of the electrons accelerated in the x-ray tube, and the peak energy of the x-ray emission system. In other words, what KVP is the penetration. It's, it's the amount of, of force by which the x-rays are going through your body. It's the juice behind the x-rays. Whereas MAS is the actual amount of x-rays. Okay? The, the actual sheer number of what we would call x-ray photons. So the more you increase the MAS, the more X-rays, or the more X-ray photons you have going through the body. KVP is the actual force through which the actual photons are penetrating the body. So in order to do X-rays, different parts of the body, you will, you will compute KVP and MAS separately. And you're going to use a lot less KVP and MAS on like a hand as you would a chest X-ray where you're, you're going to have, you have a lot more tissue to penetrate. So it just depends on the part of the body. It also depends if you're trying to visualize soft tissue or bone on how you determine KVP and MAS, okay? So anyway, I, I probably said more than I should, but I wanted to have you have some kind of idea. So on a CAT scan, this G64 slice they were using, this name of the machine, G64 slice, they would use 700 MAS, which is the amount of actual X-ray photons and they would let that go for 10 to 15 seconds. Now, there's another factor with x-rays in particular, and it's time. Now, the bigger the area, generally, the more KVP, MAS, and time you have to have in order to get a quality film where you, that you can visualize, okay? 
The smaller the area, like a hand, generally the less KVP, MAS, in time you will need. Okay? I can't even conceive of 10 to 15 seconds. See, in, what I was doing with x-rays is, I mean, we're talking a quarter second to a half second to a, maybe a second, whole second at most ever. And this is why you have to have the patient sit still. Because if they move during, let's say, worst case scenario, a second, you're going to get a distorted, blurred image. Okay? X-rays are tricky. They're not easy. I took a lot of different extra training in x-rays when I went to chiropractic college. I took what they call the green coat program at the particular college I graduated from. And I knew a lot more than the average chiropractor. The average chiropractor knows a lot more about x-ray than the average MD because we have a lot more training in it. Uh, I can't even conceive of 10 to 15 seconds at 700 MAS. I mean, that's... Now, remember, they just said a normal chest x-ray is done at 85 to 100 kVp at maybe 2 to 8 MAS. 2 to 8 compared to 700, and we're talking 700 MAS for 10 to 15 seconds. We're talking a massive, massive amount of radiation. I really didn't realize this until I got this letter. Um... So we're really pumping out some serious radiation. I'm reading off the letter again. I did so many unnecessary scans just so the ER doctors would not get sued. Anyone with a headache coming into the ER would get a CT of the head, CAT scan of the head, with huge amounts of radiation going straight to the brain and the eyes, which is one of the most sensitive tissues in the body to radiation. What does radiation do? Well, you're you're releasing X-ray photons through the body, which will actually create what they call free radical productions. Free radicals are one of the main things that causes tissue degradation and aging and and, and, um, all of uh, of of the things you associate with aging. And, I mean, you're putting them through the eyes and the head with a CAT scan, and you're going to contribute to, obviously, you know, uh, the eyesight going, all kind of problems with the brain, and these types of things. So this is a whole other issue I've never even really got into. Yet one more way they're trying to kill off the useless eaters. Or at bare minimum, give them cancer, because one of the main things that, that massive free radical production or radiation will cause is cancer. And this is why we've documented in previous teachings that every time you get a mammogram, your risk of cancer, breast cancer goes up 2 to 3%. It's a proven fact. So they're very, the very test they're doing for a mammogram is the very thing that's causing the cancer, or at least one of the main things contributing to it. The other things that contribute to breast cancer are things like underwire bras because it cuts off the lymphatic flow and then using those horrific deodorants that most people use and they just pull off the shelf and they're loaded with all kind of cancer-causing ingredients like propylene glycol or anything with meth or prope. They also put aluminum in there. And antiperspirants are even worse because now, now you're not even permitting lymphatic, the, the lymphatic system to flow. You're clogging it up. It's insane. So you want to find some type of natural deodorant. And I gave you a, a few teachings back. I gave you my recommendation. You, now they've got... Um, I, don't, I don't like those Thai stones either because one of the main ingredients is alum, which is actually derived. It has a lot of aluminum in it. So I don't like those either. Um, um, so aluminum it, it being one of the main things that causes Alzheimer's, it has a high affinity for the brain, uh, it lays across the synaptic clefts of the brain, causes Alzheimer's, all kind of other 
problems it can actually cause as well. That's one of the main key components in chemtrails. Um, ethylene dibromide, aluminum, barium, and these are all things that cause cancer as well. Again, they're, they're, the, the ways they're, they're trying to kill us off is mind-boggling. I, I can't keep up with it if I try. Just for the benefit of people that didn't, weren't there uh, or heard the, the teaching I did on the natural deodorant, the one that I've used is Alvera. It's from the company Alvera. It's all-natural roll-on deodorant. It's not expensive. You can go up to like Herbs Pro or HerbsMD.com. And I mean, this stuff's like, if you buy it in bulk, particularly if you buy it in bulk, it's probably cheaper than anything you're going to buy in a store. I mean, even if you buy one at a time, it's still cheaper. Not expensive, this stuff. And the ingredients, you know, it's got a really good ingredient list. And I, nothing in there I've really seen bad. It's www.texasbestunlimited.com. Um, but it's aloe herbal is the actual name, but it's Alvera. And you can get it on HerbsPro or HerbsMD.com. And, you know, that by itself could, you never know what that might, just making that change might do regarding breast cancer. But uh, also things that are good for breast cancer are uh, flaxseed ligands. That's been proven very, very good. Vitamin D3. Um... There's a host of things. Inositol hexaphosphate. These are things that are just good for cancer in general. Things um, that, that, you know, have been out there. There's a lot of different, various different uh, things out there that can be beneficial for it. But um, uh, just wanted to say a little bit about that. So, let's go further here. <clears throat> Maybe one in 2,000 scans would be positive for a bleed or a mass regarding them doing... Uh, uh, CT scans on the head. Just about anyone with abdominal pain or, or that would have abdominal pelvic would, would get an abdominal pelvic CT scan. Now, another reason they do this is because they can charge massive amounts of money for these incredibly, uh, terribly uh, uh, expensive and obviously kill you a lot quicker tests like CT scans because they're giving you this massive radiation dose. So when they're, they're, when, if somebody comes in with a stomach ache and they give them a, a stinking CT scan of the, of the abdominal area, well, then the groin is getting massive amounts of radiation. Well, guess what? With a woman, she's got two little egg sacs called ovaries, and they're getting irra- irradiated, and all those eggs are being suppo- um, subjected to massive free radical bombardment via the X-ray photons, and you're going to have all kind of deformities or miscarriages and things of that nature the more you get. And the men are no different. Their testicles, the sperm, and, you know... So again, it's all by design. And then, uh, they end by saying, it just sickens me. I cannot bring myself to do CT scans ever again. Well, God bless you. God bless you. And what I was doing with x-rays, I told, I had made a statement where I said, I'm not doing x-rays anymore. I don't, I don't feel as though it's, it's right uh, to do them all day long. You know, At one time I was doing quite a few, and then I really started researching it more. And I realized, but what I was doing is nothing. I mean, it's infinitesimal compared to a CT scan. You know, I could probably do x-rays for a whole month and possibly not be exposing cumulatively all the patients I x-rayed to one CT scan that lasts for 15 seconds at 700 MAS. I mean, that's that's mind-boggling. Anyway, uh, let's go further here. 
another one. This is from Alex S. He said, Hi, Scott. You talked about the new iPhone feature, which may be used for paying bills and in stores as a first stage, but they're already working with financial and credit card companies to promote cashless exchange in the next stage. This is the interesting thing, that the name of the of the project of this cashless exchange is Isis, the Egyptian goddess, which is the goddess of fertility, magic, etc. Now, this is on the new iPhone. Wouldn't that be appropriate? Isis, you know, they've got the whole... And they used to have a cartoon and a show. I saw it on the internet not too long ago. I stumbled on it. And it was Isis. And they had the cartoon and the in the primetime show. And the cartoon was the goddess Isis. And the show was this Isis. And she was like um, an incognito. And she would go around and, and do all these good deeds and works, and she would transform into her little... It was kind of like Wonder Woman, but it was Isis. It was, it was a little more flagrant, whereas Wonder Woman, we don't have a Wonder Woman deity in the Bible we can, you know, wear it, or, or, or uh, a deity like Wonder Woman, whereas Isis is a, is a definite pagan deity that can be identified, that has been worshipped by pagans for thousands of years. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty interesting there. And next is from Greg, and he said, You mentioned an iPhone and the droids phone being the forerunner to the mark of the beast. My friend has an iPhone. You take any picture on it, it labels latitude and longitude of the place where the pic is taken and pulls up a map to show you how to get there. He showed us this, and we all agreed it was evil from Big Brother. So, I mean, they're really just tracking every every action, particularly with these new smartphones, which I honestly have no desire to get one. I mean, that's just me. I'm not saying anybody's got one bad. I'm just saying I, I've, I've got so much to contend with just the computer. If I had that as well, I don't think, I think I would get so much less done <laughs> because I would just rather focus on one piece of technology, whereas if I had that, it'd be, oh my word, I can't imagine. But anyway, next article, um, next Email is, uh, let's see here, this is from Paul, I believe from Australia. Thank you, uh, Brother Scott, thank you, and yours and for Taylor's uh, prayers, mate. (laughs) All of those brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus who prayed for me, and uh, the arrest charge was, now this is the man that had gotten, was possibly going to do some jail time for street preaching, a listener, brother of ours. The arrest charge was, quote, contravene direction of re- or requirement, whatever that means. And their reason for this direction was that they claimed I was blocking the entrance to a shop near where I was preaching. I knew this was a bogus charge, and when I viewed the video footage that I had to demand from the city council, telling them I'd have to charge them, telling them I'm, I'd have them charged with obstruction of justice, it showed I was nowhere near the entrance, the video uh, footage evidently exonerated him, with people walking freely in and out of the shop, putting the police in a very bad light. I went to court today, and the charge was thrown out because of the court, because the police had not bothered to file their paperwork. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of this, the judge could not hear the case, and she threw it out, telling the police to expunge my arrest record, fingerprints, and mugshot. Wow. Normally they'd never do that, not in America at least. Unfortunately, because there was no paperwork filed and the case was not heard, she could not give me a court order for the police to cease and desist from harassing me in the future. Without a knowing look, with a knowing look, the judge told me I'd likely be back for the same thing. Unfortunately, 
When I got home, I called the Police Crime and Misconduct Commission and asked them to investigate the matter further, as I did want as I didn't want to have to go through this again. They told me the police have broad move on, quote, move on powers, and that all reasonable directions to move by the police must be followed. I then asked who determines if the direction given by a police officer is a reasonable one. He said the police officer giving the direction giving the direction does. So in other words, there's no oversight. As you say, how completely asinine. <laughs> this will not stop me preaching the gospel, and I will continue until it's impossible. Uh, all glory to God through the Lord Jesus Christ for going before me in the battle, and even so, come Lord Jesus, amen. In Christ Jesus, our Lord Paul. So praise the Lord. Um, thank you for your prayers for Paul. And uh, wonderful. I mean, that's awesome. Next article. Atheist. And, and I said, I put this in there with the listener comments because it's like, here's a guy, a listener of mine, that's, you know, pretty much landed on the line, basically, you know, uh, could have went to jail, out there street preaching. And then we have this guy. Atheist minister struggles with leading the faithful. The, the polar opposite of Paul here. Jack said the secret left him feeling isolated, but that he would certainly lose a lot of friends when he professed to no longer being a Christian. His wife doesn't know, and he said it was possible he could lose her as well. It's going to be very confusing for her, Jack said. It's going to be very devastating, and it's going to take us a while to work through it. How could you work through calling yourself a Christian pastor and saying, ah, I'm really not one anymore. Sorry, I just, you know. I've been meaning to tell you, you know, but uh, just hadn't got around to it yet. Adam said his wife knew that he was struggling with his faith, but not that he had lost it completely. He goes on to say, quote, It's a very tough decision to be in, he said. I can't think of another career that's so dramatically affected uh, by a change in one's opinions or thoughts. A career. I, I don't really, I don't view like what I'm doing as a career. A career is like something like you go to college for. You know what I mean? It's like something, a trade or a career. You know, it's something either, you know, God calls you to or he doesn't. You know, he refers to it as a career, which would make sense, I guess. You know, at first I feared I'd lose, at first I fear, feared if I lose my faith, I'm going to become some terrible person. Adam said, no, actually you are already that, and that's my point, because the Bible says that for we are all together as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. And for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay? So he was already that. Just like we all were before we got saved. And he's not saved, and he's probably never going to be saved. Okay? I, I, just, I just seriously doubt at this point that this man is going to get saved unless God does something really, and I hope he does, I mean, I hope God does whatever it takes, I hope God hangs him out over hell tonight, if he has to, but it's highly unlikely, unfortunately, regarding this, um, and then he goes on to say, as I lost my faith, I realized, and this is so unbelievable, this statement, I realized that really, it really had no bearing on who I am, <laughs> no bearing on who I am, and my character, and my actions, I live no differently than when I was a fervent believer. Now, you know what, dude? You never were a fervent believer. I don't believe that. I don't believe a true, born-again, Bible-believing Christian with the Holy Spirit living inside them that this just happens. You know, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm unsaved. I, I just, I, I don't, it's not there anymore. 
You know, the spirit of the Lord has departed, Ichabod, over me. I, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, and if there was no chastening on his life prior to this, it doesn't sound like there was really ever any chastening. This man was never saved. He was never converted. He was playing church. I don't know what denomination this is. It's probably some lukewarm 501c3 whatever. But I mean, you know, it's pathetic. It really is. Um, and anyway, that I gave you that little news story there. And I just thought that was an appropriate place to put that particular thing. Uh, here's the next article from Chris H. He says, I don't send many emails because I know you're busy, but I thought there should be you should at least see this. It is a 30-second TV spot for a new cartoon network movie that is going to be aired at the end of this month. The main character is half human, half dragon, and that is the premise of the whole movie. Seems like they're trying to put the Nephilim in the spotlight, especially for the children. They portray the Nephilim-like character as the hero. Sounds like a great role model for kids. Sarcasm. Also, in this second, in this 30-second TV spot, the mom and the son are flashing the Mano Cornudo sign, which is supposedly, you know, they'll, in sign language they say it's I love you. Okay, but it's the satanic salute. Okay, whether you want to say the thumb out means I love you or not. Okay, but it's um, supposedly they're saying I loved you each other. And I know people say that's the sign language for I love you, but I'm not fooled, especially since Helen Keller, the creator of sign language, was a high level occultist herself. And I did a teaching a long time ago where we got into this Mano Cornudo sign. Helen Keller, the one that invented sign language, was a high level occultist. So. I don't go in for that garbage that it's some, you know, I love you garbage. It's, it's, it's a satanic symbol, you know. And then you got the whole University of Texas saying, hook them horns, and they're all doing it in mass. You know, it's, it's mass witchcraft, whether they want to acknowledge that or not. It's mass evil at bare minimum. So let's go ahead and listen to this clip. Okay, we're going to go ahead and roll this. Check out the new kid. For Duncan, fitting in was never easy. Mom is overprotective. Love you too, Mom. And Dad? Well, he's a 60,000-pound dragon. So there's that. Next month, he's part human, part dragon, all hero. Fire breather, an all-new original movie, next month. So, you know, isn't that special? Um, you know, we've got Fire Breather, which, and they've got, you know, his eyes in the reptilian form, his dad's eyes and his eyes, both in the reptilian form. This kid can blow fire out of his mouth. And, he, you know, he's just a little maladjusted, though. That's all. That's all that's wrong with the kid, you know. But anyway, yeah, his dad's a, a dragon, and dragon is, is the, I would say, the most satanic, um, full embodiment of Satan that we see in the Bible. I mean, the dragon of Revelation, you know. And, and, and the dragon would be the, I would say, the beast that you would most associate the most heinous levels of evil with, you know, of all the creatures that exist in the universe that that would portray be portrayed as satanic or evil, you know. The dragon or vampires, werewolves or whatever. Dragons, I would say, would be right at the very top. It's the very thing that's associated with Satan himself. And yet we've got a, uh, a cartoon coming out with this uh, brainwashing. So again, they're, they're brainwashing on many different levels here. So let's go ahead and now we're going to go to... Um, 
Well, I'll just do these two other things first, and then I'm going to play this video and end with that video, and then we'll go to the next part of the teaching. A uh, uh, brother named Greg wrote, he said, Have you seen what the Lord's inspired me with? It's www.worldwideprayerchain.org, a website that translates people's prayer requests in 80 languages. So this is a website that um, he put up. And again, I give you the link in the PDF. It'll be in the PDF for the uh, 5... Uh, or I'm sorry, 12, 12, 10 teaching, December 12th teaching on contendingfortruth.com. Uh, WorldwidePrayerChain.org translates people's prayers requests into 80 languages, which is awesome. The last thing I'm going to give you that I'm not going to get into very much is the dehydrating of foods because of hyperinflation. This is a good guide to getting started with dehydration. Like me, I'm sure that once you get into it, you'll realize a great way to save lots of time and money while providing your family with great nutritious meals. Having a good food supply on hand in case of shortages or insane prices is only one reason to do it. Once you realize that you can, you can literally cannot tell the difference between many dishes made from these ingredients from the same dishes using fresh meats and produce, you keep using it even when things hopefully return to normal. I doubt that's going to ever happen. Um, First of all, any of you who want to learn about dehydration should watch the following videos on YouTube. They were made by a smart, lovely woman. Um, uh, if you watch them, you'll be pleased by her thoughts on our current situation, which she inserts into the videos. They're actually fun to watch, and they're great. Uh, these videos also talk about what, what are the best supplies, tools, and appliances are needed in, for dehydrating. I really want to watch this, to be honest. I just haven't had time. And um, uh, the... I've, been out of town at this point by the time you're hearing this particular video, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to have one up for the next week, I'm, I'm, or I'm as far as a teaching up, so I might have to take a week off, but uh, I, yeah, I would highly recommend you do this, it's just a preparation thing, you know, it's, it's good to be prepared, and this is one of the things that could really, literally be a lifesaver from a physical standpoint. Uh, I'm going to end this particular part by playing this uh YouTube video regarding uh, Fox, and I believe it's like Fox, the network, the Catholics, the Nazis, and the NIV Bible. It's a very interesting uh, little um, video here. Okay, we're going to go ahead and roll this one. What does the Roman Catholic Church, Nazism, and 20th century Fox have in common with the NIV? In this video, I will show proof that these four groups are, in fact, related. And again, when they say NIV, they mean the New International Version of the Bible, the one that has 64,000, over 64,000 less words than the King James Bible. The same one that is produced by Zonderfan, which is actually owned um, by HarperCollins, which is the same company that makes the Satanic Bible, I'm not making this stuff up, and is owned by one of the most wicked men on the planet, Rupert Murdoch. The Nazis came to power in January of 1933. On July the 20th of 1933, the Vatican would sign a concordat with the Nazis. Now, they're actually showing a picture of Adolf Hitler and the Vatican where this concordat was signed. That's how, in bed, the Catholic Church was with Hitler. Did the Catholic Church do this? because the goals of Hitler and the Nazi regime matched the Vatican's own desire for world political power. 
Hitler's saying it's our will and our wish for this state and this Reich to last for a thousand years. We can be happy to know that the future belongs to entirely to us. What a madman. Man, I tell you, I see these videos of Hitler and in front of these massive throngs, millions of people, what a, I mean, what a power trip that guy must have been on. And I mean, particularly toward the end, the guy was a total drug addict. I don't know if you knew that. He was taking daily injections. He was taking injections to get up, injections to go to bed, injections before speeches. The man was totally a drug addict. And I mean, pharmacia totally ruled the guy's life. I don't know if you were aware of that at all. But that's the only way he could, he could function. At all. He had a guy, an an MD that was with him all the time, injecting him with this or that. Then he goes on to say, for all time to come, the party will be the source of our political leadership for the German people. It will, in this teaching... And was ultimately in its organization hard as steel, malleable in its tactics and adaptable in its entirety. Yet it will be a training school like a holy order for political leaders. This thousand year Reich was also known as the New Order. The Roman Catholic Church, under the direction of Pope Pius XII, eagerly joined with the Nazis in their hope to bring about a new world order. Over the next 12 years, the Nazi-Catholic alliance would slaughter millions of Jews, Greek Orthodox, and Protestant Christians in their effort to bring in their new order. See, the Catholics were trying to get on the coattails of Hitler. I mean, the Catholics killed over 50 million during the Inquisition. They want to get back to that. It's not something they're, they're truly regretful of or embarrassed of. They want to get back to that. They've actually implemented, and I did a whole teaching on this, the actual order of the Inquisition, or the Office of Inquisition. They brought that back. Okay, in the recent years. I did a whole teaching on this, uh, not, you know, it was probably a few years ago. But, um, this is something they want to get back to, and I believe they were very hopeful that Hitler would accomplish what he was trying to accomplish, because then they could be right back where they were at during the Inquisition. But how could Hitler hide the mass slaughter from the German people's eyes? The Nazi party made propaganda films to cover up the reality of their death camps. And what movie company was responsible for making some of Hitler's propaganda films? Twentieth Century Fox. It is a historical fact that Twentieth Century Fox produced much of Nazi Germany's films.
what did American film companies do to counter Hitler's Nazi propaganda? What they're doing is showing references after reference after reference where they're, they're documenting Fox's um, participation in this. Now they're showing a Donald Duck cartoon. They're showing, they're portraying Nazis in this Donald Duck cartoon as these, they're saying that they're Superman, but they're, they're act, portraying them kind of like they're idiots, kind of like these dolting idiots that think they're Superman, but they're really not. Evidently, this was countering, trying to counter propaganda that was coming out of, uh, of Germany uh, at that time. saying how Hitler's New World Order. I mean, this is back, I mean, a long, long time ago. And this is in a cartoon. Mainstream. I mean, Donald Duck, the whole nine yards. He's on a foreign race. They love the foreign states. Then we bring to the world disorder. Wow, that's It's important heavy. for you, the viewer, to understand that the Nazis were known for using the term New Order. Next, we need to look at a member of the Nazi Hitler Youth Movement. The boy featured in this photo is Joseph Ratzinger, the current Pope. He would go on to become a Catholic priest. Today, he serves as Pope Benedict XVI. <laughs> I don't. I'm, they show a picture of him. I don't see how you could look any more evil than this guy. I mean, wow! Like the full embodiment of evil. In, you know, Technicolor. Uh, it's unbelievable. He claims he is sorry for what happened in the Nazi death camps, but I wonder how he would feel if the Nazis had won World War II. It also seems strange that the Pope claims to be sorry for his Nazi past, and yet he openly calls for the same new order that Adolf Hitler tried to achieve. Now, he's showing an article that's entitled, um, this is from John Hooper in Rome, from The Guardian, and it's entitled, From Prophets to Ethics, Pope Calls for a New Political and Financial World Order. See, the, all these people, all these people at the highest levels of religion, Hollywood, politics, the Illuminati, they're all on the same page. They may act as though they're infighting, and yes, there may be different factions jockeying for position, jockeying for power, but ultimately, they're all wanting to achieve Satan's objective, which is ushering in the New World Order, which is ushering out of the age that they would refer to as Pisces, that Jesus Christ, they say, dominated, and ushering in the age of Aquarius, where they're looking for, according to most of the New World Order sources I've seen, they're looking for the world leader known as Maitreya to come and make his emergence and make his big debut and essentially um, take over. Pope Benedict XVI is calling for a new world financial order. 
In the third encyclical of his pontificate, Benedict denounced the profit-at-all-cost mentality of the globalized economy, and he lamented that greed brought about the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression. The document, entitled Charity and Truth, was released just hours before the G8 summit gets underway in Italy. But how does the new international version fit into all of this? Let's look at a passage in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 10, in the King James Bible. Which stood only in meats and drinks, and divers washings, and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. This passage deals with the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, which ended the Old Testament system and brought in the New Testament. Amen. But how does the NIV render this passage? It says, until the time of the new order. Ironically, the NIV reads the same as the Roman Catholic New American Bible. Why would the NIV translators use the terminology of Nazi Germany to refer to what Christ brings? Maybe it is because the NIV was partly translated at the Roman Catholic University of Salamanca in Spain. The NIV also comes from the Nessel's Greek text, which is made under Vatican supervision. Not only that, but the underlying the ultimate the NIV publishing underlying novel. text of the NIV, as all the other modern translations, ultimately spawns from the revised version of 1881, which was translated by two high-level occultists, Westcott and Hort, who were high-level occultists that hung out with people like Charles Darwin. They were in a club called the Ghostly Guild and the, the Hermes Club, where they uh, sat around and... Um, uh, had seances and did necromancy and stuff like that. These were the same guys that translated the revised version of 1881 that spawned virtually all the modern-day versions. They translated the revised version of 1881 from uh, the Vaticanus and the Sinaiticus. The Vaticanus and the Sinaiticus, I'm sorry. Ver- ca- corrupt Catholic manuscripts. And they contradicted themselves in so many places, they just finally made a rule that wherever they contradict, we're just going to pick whatever the Vaticanus says. The Vaticanus was actually found in the Vatican, and it had been on the shelf so long because they knew it was blatantly corrupt, even the the Catholic Church did, so nobody ever used it. So that's why it's one of the oldest manuscripts, because nobody ever used it. And the Sinaiticus was found in a trash can at the base of Mount Sinai in this occultic, dungeon-like monastery that's, that's still there to this day, in a trash can. That's where we get our modern day version. And now we've got even further corruption, as we're seeing here. And if you ever do a study on the NIV translators, oh my word. I mean, it's, it's horrific. The one was a, a, a total lesbian, goddess-worshipping lesbian. Uh, I've, done, I've done a study on this, on the NIV and the satanic translators. So this is just more evidence. Zondervan was bought out by Harper Row Collins Publishing, a division of News Corp in 1988. News Corp is owned by Rupert Murdoch, who is the current owner of 20th Century Fox. Okay, so now we come full circle. He owns 20th Century Fox, which is the one that helped establish um, Hitler's propaganda films. And one of the main their main catchphrases Hitler was using was to establish a new order. Okay. And here we got Rupert Murdoch owning HarperCollins, which also also publishes the Satanic Bible and also 
um, owns is a, as a subsidiary Zondervan, which makes all kind of Christian books, including the exclusive rights to the NIV. You see now why I'm saying it's really important what Bible you're reading? Okay, because the, the King James is the only one that's of a totally separate line that's not corrupted like these other modern day translations. Now, God is not the author of confusion. So why would he have you go into all these other translations that contradict each other in so many different places that have sometimes thousands and thousands of less words than the King James, and yet they're all equal? God is not the author of confusion. The Bible says, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. His word is settled in heaven. You want to make sure the Bible you're reading matches what's settled in heaven. Ten years after Rupert Murdoch purchased the NIV, the Pope knighted him into the order of St. Gregory the Great. Isn't that amazing? So he knighted this, the most, one of the most evil men on the planet. Rupert Murdoch, who many times the press would refer to him as Satan. Satan has entered the room, they would say. Lucifer, the full embodiment of evil, Rupert Murdoch. He was knighted by Mr. Pope guy. Rupert Murdoch, unbelievable. You can see the connection there. Here you can see Rupert Murdoch speaking at the well-known Jesuit school, Georgetown University. So, anyway, that's all we're going to talk about there on that particular video. It's it's just something I think that's rather uh, telling. <laughs> and I, I wanted you just to see that because I thought they made some excellent points regarding that. So I'm going to go ahead and end part one here. And we're going to go to part two, which is going to be more of a testimony praise report. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. God bless you. Actually, it's not going to be part two. It's going to be a separate teaching. So this will end the current event Bible study for this week, and then we'll go to the testimony next. God bless you. If you would like to sign up for Scott Johnson's pre-Christian current events and health newsletters, please email him at drjohnson at ix.netcom.com. That's d-r-j-o-h-n-s-o-n at the letter i, the letter x, dot n-e-t-c-o-m dot com with the word subscribe in the subject line. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.